Hey, I want to jump on here real quick and give a big shout out to my buddy Colt Naring. Um, if you're looking for a good custom built saddle that fits mules and fits you, you need to check out Colt Saddlery. You find him on Facebook, Colt Saddlery, and uh, tell him Ty sent you. He will take good care of you. Hey friends, welcome to the Everyday Mulemanship Podcast. My name is Ty Evans, and today I got some awesome guests hanging out with me. We're going to do a debrief on our cult starting clinic. The last two weeks of our cult starting, but I got the wonderful Sky Evans, who uh, runs runs everything. She's the pro. No. Yes. That's a lie. You're the pro. And then <laughs> uh, we got the wonderful Megan Mensing here. Uh, we're hanging out in Gunston, Colorado, recording this right now, and, and she runs this show here. We're very grateful for her. And uh, then we got uh, Mr. Shane. He works for Megan. <laughs> Tell him how old he is before they hear his voice. Okay. He's we, maybe we should let him guess. He's eight years old. <laughs> say hello. Shane, go ahead and say hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He's not eight. He is almost 15. So, anyways, thanks for doing this shane i'm glad you listened to your mother megan made him made him do this <laughs> no forced it was, he forced. was voluntold voluntold but thanks megan for being here absolutely and thanks sky for jumping on you need to come closer over here okay come come on over here you can sit by me like you like me ty's always trying to get me to sit closer yep <laughs> okay uh let's talk about some cold starting um so shane was in the second round let me tell you what we did basically we had we had two rounds. Um, what was it? I don't know. We had we had two rounds at the Colt starting. We had two weeks of it. So we had a group um, that came the first week, eight people. And then uh, the second week, we had five people. And Shane was in that second week. Nope. So, and Shane, Shane I, I wanted him to do this with us because he has some perspective. He got to do the cult starting last year, which he loved it, but he loved this year more, right? He actually could ride this year, uh, the first day. He didn't have to spend uh, two days saddling. Yeah, that was, that was a plus. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Shane's going to uh, tell us all about the, the comparisons of the different years and stuff. And But where should we start, Sky? How about with the first one? Oh, that's a, great idea. <laughs> that's a great idea. It's a good thing you're here. <laughs> I'm so, so glad you're here. So, uh, yeah, week one, eight participants. Um, let's kick it off on the first day. Uh, that morning was was rough. It was. Me and Ty looked at each other and we thought, "Wow, we've got some work here." <laughs> I send out a, uh, and you guys, you got this, Shane. But I send out a, a letter, right? And I told you guys what I want you to do right to prepare and you know have them saddling decent if you can have your groundwork going good and there's just a few things it's not like i told you you know i didn't send this long list of things for you to do just a few odds and ends fence work fence work able to put a leg over them from the fence yep some just some preparatory pieces that will make your life better because a, a lot of people um well it's interesting this is just kind of across the board at any of the clinics um a lot of people will completely wait until the clinic to do anything. They're like, well, I didn't want to mess them up. And that's for the mealmanship classes, foundation, cult starting, all of it, right? I didn't want to, I don't want to mess it up. You got that group of people, they don't do anything. Then you got the other group that prepares a lot. 
the more prepared you come, the more that we, the more we can do, right? The more questions I can answer, the more I can help you. So that was a, that was a big, big, a big deal. So that first day, as we go to, go do the groundwork and as we're saddling them up, what were you thinking? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, these people aren't, aren't quite ready, you know, or the mules. Or I was thinking, no, I hope these people are ready for what they brought, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and how are you going to keep them safe? Yes. <laughs> That's always my worry is how are we going to make sure all these people stay alive with with a lot of quality? <laughs> you know, not just barely, but a lot really, you know, healthy and whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they all, once they started saddling, it just seemed like it got a little rowdy. It did. A lot of them bucked with the saddle. Or they were shy of it. Or a little they, scared of it. Um, they got away. A few of them said, I've never saddled them without being tied up. And I'm thinking, man, have you not watched our videos? Like, you don't, don't, I don't like to tie my colts up to saddle. I'm starting them like that because I don't want to get them hanging, hanging on the, the halter, you know. And uh, so there's just stuff like that. It was, it was looking pretty rough. And. Well, and there's a, there's always like, this, oh, man. there's always like a big energy, you know, like in any clinic the first day, like the groundwork class, like you know everybody, the people are a little nervous, the mules are a little nervous, you know, like new uh, surroundings and whatnot. So there's always like kind of a a nervous energy, yep. you know. But most of them have been to clinics, <laughs> so well, they that knew. was one of the. Well, we'll talk about that because that's one of the requirements for my cult starting is you have to have attended a clinic. Next year, I'm going to specify more specifically. I need them to attend a foundation class and a mulemanship class. A writing because we need to. Because need... it was really challenging. A lot of these people, mostly the first week, um, they they a few of them were not up to date with. And one, one participant never been to a clinic at all, so. I felt really bad for her. She just got thrown she right kinda, in. Yeah, I felt really bad for her because she just, I'm talking about rain positions, you know. And, you know, and, and you guys, when you came the second week, I told you this the first day. Remember, I said, listen, you guys, I can't be teaching you a writing lesson in the class, in, in a cult starting. Like, that's not the place <laughs> while you're on the fresh cult. I can't teach you how to do this. You don't have time to learn how to, you know, rain positions and leg positions and how to sit and, and move and and uh, so I felt pretty bad for that lady the first week, and we can talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But, um, but yeah, I need them. <clears throat> I needed them a little bit more prepared. However, it worked out because, you know, we we did the groundwork, and and they worked out some bugs, and and I think they were also surprised on how many times I told them to saddle, I'm like saddle them up thirty times. I don't care. So I had them saddled on and off, and I think a few of them kind of got sick of it, and 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 I think. If I wasn't there telling them to saddle again, they probably just would have went on. But I said, saddle them again. This is your preview. How, how they stand for you to saddle and how they saddle is your preview for your ride. And I've seen that with a lot of mules, you know, I mean, all kinds of mules, you know, the quality by which they saddle is the quality by which they ride. I've had a mule I've been working and I bring up this mule um, often because we did a series on her, but Dally, you know, she was. She was a handful to saddle, and we have we've got it all documented. You can see her blowing up and bucking the saddle off and all that. Well, that's about how she rode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, any so you you know the saddling. I can't say how important it is 
the quality by which they saddle is the quality by which they ride. And I see all kinds of people, you know, f fighting their mules at the trailer, trying to get a saddle on and, you know, I mean, whatever, whatever they want. I mean, if they're, if they're willing to deal with that, I guess then go for it. But the ride is going to be similar, you know? Um, so anyways, I had them saddle up a bunch of times, huh? Yeah. I was going to add bridling is the same. I feel like yeah. people get it on. It's a one-time thing. You don't work on it it's just like oh you just get it on <laughs> and trailer loading's another one of those people don't spend the time Shane knows all about saddling over and over again yeah i've had have had some interesting experiences with that <laughs> so tell uh so with shane shane kind of what i wanted you here for is i wanted to bounce back and forth between the years okay just because you got you've had opportunity to start two to totally different meals um you started what was her name rose mm -hmm. rose last year and you started uh, your mule jack so you can relate to the saddling over and over because last year the first two days how many times did i have you saddle oh so many Just can't even count them you started stripping your saddle down taking things off it because yeah it got so heavy for three you hours trying to get it on on and off tapaderos and Saddled everything. everything they could and then had to even go to the little kid's saddle because they were burning out with their arms. Well, Bentley too. <laughs> so Bentley, he, you know, he had to do, he was working through the same thing. His meal was a handful. And uh, so these poor young men, you know, I mean, they're not that poor. They're, they're just wimpy, but <laughs> you know, we had to give you the, the little baby saddle to get it done. But, but you know, well, That's it's hard because I... they're moving. It's not like you're oh, there's yeah. just a standing target. It's a moving target to try and get the saddle up there. Oh, yeah. So you're trying to swing that heavy saddle on, and they move away, and, oh, yeah, you it burns. It hurts. Huh. It's a well, lot of work. <laughs> so how did you – what did you do with Jack to get him so ready this time? I just started putting the saddle on. Anytime I'd go up to work him, I'd leave the saddle on while we're doing transitions and stuff. How was he to saddle the very first time? Um, very first time you ever put anything on how would how to go it, it was it took a little bit longer nowhere near as long as rose though but like i felt once i got the saddle pad on there he was pretty good with the saddle and then he was a little bit hard to cinch up mm -hmm. what i like to do i like to put the pad on over and over then i put the pad away and i get the saddle and i just take this just the saddle on over and over a lot of people try to put the pad in the saddle immediately and sometimes it's too much to manage Put the saddle on over and over, right? And even before that, I get the rope down and, you know, just something about the coils of a rope, you know, hitting their back. It's it's kind of like a saddle. So that that helps a bunch too. So anyways, that morning, for, back to the week one, we it, it was a rough start, but they kind of lined out after an hour and a half, about an hour and a half, right? I mean, they did a bunch of groundwork, and then I think it was about 10.30, and I noticed two of the participants were, were particularly ready. Uh, there was Kate Doty yep. and Lorna. Yes. Remember Lorna's last name? I can't. I don't Christopherson. know. Christopherson. Anyways, those two, those two had it going. Um, Lorna's horse was just, that thing was already, I mean, it wasn't, not literally, but it was like it was broke. It's just, I, I it was think just, that horse just, hit the ground, you know, being born just and Just gentle. <laughs> and it was a, a nice Arabian. And it's amazing because Arabians get so many bad raps, um, but they're stinking smart. If they, if you raise them right and you you do things right, I mean they're they are really easy. And this one, 
particularly was just just a piece of cake. It was just so good. There were so many things that um, I, I feel like watching Ty over the many years start Colts. I've seen a lot of things. <laughs> I've seen a lot of things go good, a lot of things go bad. And, you know, there were a lot of things with that horse that he, he just took in stride that if it were a touchy Colt, it just wouldn't have made it. <laughs> well, that was kind of good. You know, Lorna was just kind of, um, as she was working, I, I use the word careless, not in a negative sense, but she was careless in her movement. Just kind of like, uh, whatever. Like, like just, free. She, and... She's just doing her thing like she's always going to do it. Some people tiptoe around the Colts too much, right? They just, just really. They're too careful. Too, too careful. And they're, they're just, you know, very sensitive. But Lorna was just Lorna. Yes, <laughs> and, uh, that's great. And I actually think that was a, a really good thing, mm. you know. And maybe if she had a, a colt that was more touchy, maybe it would have been problems. Uh, maybe, let's just say she took one that she didn't raise because she raised that one. And so she was probably that same exact way with that colt from the day it was born all the way through. So that that animal was totally comfortable with her. Uh, but let's say she took somebody else's animal um, and, you know, that might not have worked, right? Yep. So being completely just careless in your movements, well, there's like a time and a place for it. An example is, so when we do a first ride and we have um, just the halter on and you have to flip the rope, the lead rope to the other side over front of their head, over their ears. Yeah. And she just would reach way over top and move it over <laughs> his head instead of just kind of flipping it and staying in her seat. You know, and if it was a touchy animal... They could just duck and dive right. Oh yeah, right they, out of they there. see that rope come right by the eye. They just tip to the side. Yeah, and... if you're if you're leaning forward like that, you're gonna hit the dirt, you know. But her horse is so quiet. Her horse was so bothered good. at all. It was so good. Uh, you know, like I said, there's a lot, Arabians get a bad rap. I'm not particularly an Arabian fan or anything. I don't. I'm. I really don't care. Um, but but it was a good horse. It was a really good horse. So her and Kate Doty. Now Kate, um, her her uh, little colt Lily. Lily, yeah. Yeah, Lily. Um, that little cult was just super quiet. And you guys know Kate mm -hmm. well, right? I'm trying to get Shane to marry Kate. Oh, don't <laughs> tell Bentley. Uh, there's a competition between you and Bentley. Who gets to marry yeah, Kate? Man. Bentley teaching on a row. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyways, Kate is so wonderful. And she is such a good student, you know? She like, really is so good. She wants to learn so much. She calls me all the time, asks questions. and. She's just so good, and and she had this colt uh, pretty dang prepared. She had a, just a little glitchiness with some of the saddling too, because she also had tied it up to saddle, and so that was new to her to saddling it just loose. So she had a little trouble, but that she had she she did a good job, and she's so smooth and and so thorough that she had that colt saddling nice just within a few minutes. So they were the first I called on to ride. And, um, I said, okay, all right, Kate and, uh, and Lorna, you guys meet me in the round pen. And then I told the rest of the group to keep doing their groundwork because the rest of the group needed, needed more time. So this was something new I did. And, um, I didn't have to, I didn't do this with, with this group, with your guys' group, but I, I left the rest of them down there doing their groundwork. I said, can you guys like manage yourselves? Do I don't, you don't have to be babysat, right? Like. Can you keep working? And most of them could. A couple of them quit. And I was like, where did you guys go? Oh, we got tired. I'm like, no, I, I want you to do groundwork so you can stay with it. Anyways, most of them kept working. Um, 
but we took Kate up there in Lorna. That first ride was just just so good, wasn't it? Yeah. Just piece of cake. Just, yep, super smooth. You know, and, and when we do these first rides, and you guys have been with me with multiple animals now, there's some animals you get on, and I'm like, okay, your butt just hit the seat, and now we need to move because you're fixing to that animal's, especially comparing it to last year's group. A lot of those guys, they got on, and that animal was just ready to, to go. And I know if they just sat there, it was just a ticking time bomb, so we moved them. Well, this year we didn't have anything that had to move. So all the cults in, in this first group and your guys' group, uh, it I just let them get on and they worked lateral flexion. I rolled the hindquarters and really quiet on and off, on and off. It's no big deal. All of them, all 13 cults got to do that. So that was a big difference in the prep work. Last year when you got on, we had to move you, Shane. You remember that? Yeah. I like, decided. okay, Shane, hold on. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little easier this time, huh? Yep. I didn't have to pull up the flag so many times on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and as we went through I, that first day, uh, that first group, you know, I, I, uh, I split them all in, in, in groups of two. And I like that better. Last year, we had bigger groups and the animals were just a little touchier, a little, they, bit, a little more wild. All, they didn't all quite fit together. Like, you know, so when we split them into two, Ty was able to say, these two go to get, go well together. These two go well together, you know, and kind of put them together that way. Yeah. Where when we had a bigger group, they didn't all kind of yep. fall in the same touchy or quiet category. <laughs> yeah. So we split them up and that was good. I had the others do their groundwork and uh, it, it we got them all rode. And one of my favorite, one of my favorite moments um, that I was just waiting to to tell, um, uh, oh shoot. Katie, Tamara. Tamara, yeah. Shit, my <laughs> mind just went blank. Tamara, cool. okay, so so Tamara owns a horse named Drover that a lady named Katie started there. Okay, and, and the night before, we were just sitting around the campfire, you know, and she said, I told Katie that I don't even expect her to ride that horse this week if, if she's not ready. And I'm just like, she's riding tomorrow she can ride it tomorrow first thing in the morning <laughs> like and uh anyways all we we rode all eight of them that day that first day they all got rode different levels of riding you know some of them got a lot done some of them kind of just got some motion going like the minimum j just the minimum um the only that first day the only one we really had uh big big trouble with I and mean, it wasn't that big of a deal but it was trouble was a uh, Tuco. Yep. So Tuco um, was a, was a, a paint horse. And when I was in there, now let me back up a little bit. This was one of the horses that, that needed all that groundwork. In fact, they got called, they got called last. They got called last. And I wanted them doing groundwork most of the day. Um, you know, cause they, they were pretty far behind now the owner of Tuco was also the one that hadn't been to a clinic before. I felt really bad for her because I feel like she was just kind of, just kind of lost in there a little bit. And, um, she kind of got thrown into fire that way, you know? Um, but it is what it is. So one of the things she was having issues with was when she was doing her groundwork, this horse was like running her over and she was constantly yielding to it. Megan, what do I tell people in the foundation class? 
Never step backward. Don't keep your feet moving forward. Yeah, just go <laughs> forward. Don't yield. Like, anyways, and this horse save yourself. Through. Yeah, save yourself. I'm not a doormat. You matter. Yes. You know, and uh, she would yield to this horse, yield to this horse, yield to it over and over again. I kept. I mean, I don't. Even, I said it so many times that day. I have no idea how many times I said, "Don't back up. Don't yield to it," because that horse just knew it could run right over. Well, and, and I think it, it just knew if it came in, instead she'd of. Yield. It, she would she would stop because she didn't know what to do then and i remember learning the groundwork and i remember ty telling me don't walk backwards i'm like i'm not and i looked down and i was oh, yeah. like you know like i had no idea but but i'm like well how do i not walk backwards i can't he's gonna run me over if i don't move you know and so it took it takes some learning to figure out how to get them to move off of you like i specifically remember the day that i figured it figured it out <laughs> because i was like aha um anyway so she this was like her first time learning that you know yeah so she she didn't know and you know like i said it was it was tough for her, but that horse just knew okay well i, I come push in and, and basically she would stop and, and restart every time okay so now i i get this horse in the round pen and i get and i'm on riata my mule i'm going to move this horse and this horse was so, i mean really pushy and he just did the 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 most subtle look like he turned back to Riata real hard but it was just subtle look and said don't push me and it, and and it kind of caught Riata's attention and she just kind of stuttered to it a little bit i hustled her through it like no don't don't you yield to him you know and he did it again he jumped back and he kind of it kind of got her she kind of took off across the pen a little bit with me and so i'm i'm kind of getting after him like no we're going to charge and i get my flag and I'm, I'm doing more with my flag to move this horse. Now, the problem is, is Miriam had been slapping him with that flag all morning long, but not getting anything done. So he is completely, like they say, desensitized. The flag means nothing to this horse. And he, you know, he Neither got, as a human. he got his, he got his neck all big, you know, and they like make themselves bigger and they kind of puff their chest out. And he just come at Riata and Riata retreated. <laughs> She's like, all he did was Run. turn around. Like he just, turned, I mean, they're in mid like loping, trotting or something. And he just stopped and turned with that big horse, like stature. Mm -hmm. And he just faced her. That's all he did. I don't know. Did he come at, did he actually come at her? Yeah, he did. Yeah. I think he did. Yeah. But he just turned around and. And it scared her to death. She's and, like, I and, did not sign up for this. Yeah, and Riata <laughs> is so confident that it was really actually surprising to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, you it found was. you found your match. And so I had Bentley take my mule out, and I got down on the ground because I'm not going to retreat. I guess I'll just go down with the ship, you know what I mean? And so I got in there and, and uh, drove the horse with my flag, and I had a lot. Luckily, on the ground, I had more presence than, than being on my mule. So I got him driving, but... Everybody was a little nervous, and I'm pretty sure when I got on the ground, everybody was thinking like, oh, now Ty's going to die. Bye-bye, Ty. You know, nice knowing you. You know, it, was... <laughs> it was interesting, though. I talked to Ty about it afterwards because I was like, what is the the difference there? I mean, obviously, he saw Riata uh, question him for a second or whatever, but, yep. you know, with Ty, so I'm like, so why were you not scared to, to be smaller, you know, and lower when that horse got so big to huge Riata and scared her? Anyway, and you know, he said that he didn't he didn't ever yield to him. He he didn't ever give him an opportunity to yeah. try him because he he's like I didn't I didn't ever. And he definitely turned looked at me a few times, and I just put the pressure on like no no no. 
But you see the littlest dogs moving these big bulls. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was just a little dog, but <laughs> yeah, tried to get something done. But that was that was a little that was an I, I know it was scary for the people watching, but for me it was just annoying. Like it was just another you stinking, day. For <laughs> you kidding me? Like move horse, don't. But you know you can't. It's not the horse. I don't blame the horse. I wasn't mad at the horse. It's not his fault. It's just what he learned. He had learned to to you know like. Well, he wasn't like trained to be a jerk. No, he just to, just to be a jerk. He just like this is what gets people or mules to yep. get off of my back. You know, like leave me alone. So uh, another person that week that came really prepared was Paul Anderson. I think he had the groundwork going better than just about anybody. Oh, it was so good. I loved watching him work. So you guys know Paul. We know Paul. You know Paul. He's come here and been around, and you guys. He was there last year lots. with Shane. Yeah, with Shane. So uh, you know, you, you guys saw Paul last year at the cult starting, and he had a mule named Theodore, and and this year, I mean, he upped his game like a ton. He came way more prepared, and that mule was following a field. It just every all his flexions, like rolling behind that mule, was just bending right there. Shane. You would have just really liked that with Jack. <laughs> yeah. you know. It was really cool to see, though, you know, uh, because he had him so tuned in. Uh, uh, it was just really cool to watch. Paul yeah, work. all the moves. There, he didn't all have work. to pull on that mule uh, on the ground, you know, and, and there was times in the saddle that the mule braced up a little bit, um, you know, and it didn't connect the rein to its foot necessarily. But uh he he had it going good, and I think that gave him a huge edge. Paul is new to 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 riding, so he's not like you know he he's not entirely comfortable and confident like like with a colt, you know, um, when they're squiggly and wiggly and they do all that stuff. Like, and I tell I told him he 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 just got by so many little wrecks that he just made it. Like, like, you know, if you just leaned like a half an inch to your left, you would have been down. Like he just made it, you know, uh, last year. Remember that? Like just so many times he just barely make it, barely make it. And uh, that's all it takes though. Yeah. <laughs> he's just got to barely so, make it, guys. But this year he comes and he's like, you know, I may not be the best rider, but I'm going to have my groundwork good. <laughs> I got it. What do you tell me? He's like, I need all the advantage I can get, you know? And, uh, so he did a great job, and that was pretty cool to see. He did. I have to say, he is like the the best um, direction taker <laughs> I have seen in a long time. Like, because there's so many times when Ty's giving direction that that it changes right as he gets the direction out, and then it's changed. You know. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, in the saddle, he was really great listening to Ty what to do and when, even though it changed second by second. But one example was when Paul was on the ground working to get um, his mule. What's his mule name? All of a sudden, Lefty. Lefty. I think in Theodore, Lefty over um, the Maybe barrels. She wasn't even there. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, anyway, and Ty would say, "Okay, now put pressure on." Okay, now now stop. You know, once the mule yep. would go forward, he'd say, "Okay, now stop." And it would change so fast that there was one moment where he's like, "Okay, on, no, stop. Okay, on, stop." Uh, he go yes no <laughs> and Paul had it like dialed in. I was like, yeah, "Dang, was, you are good!" Yeah. Like it was really cool to watch Paul. Yeah, he I followed was, directions really good. It was it was inspiring, honestly, to see how far he'd come in, even in just a year. Well, he told me that first that first ride, uh, that first ride the first day, he said he loped more 
that day on that first ride than he had all the other times in his life combined. Wow. <laughs> He's like, I love more today more than any other, you know, everything else combined. So, you know, he, he did a good job. He did. Um, so with the first group, just a few little, little statistics here. So five out of the eight, we, we went, we, uh, we, we took a little ride up the road on day three. So we were all working in the, in the arena, you know, kind of going through our thing. And well, let me back up a little bit. First day was round pen work. Second day was round pen work. And then the third day we took, we took them down to the arena. Okay. So we're working in the arena, going through all that stuff. And I say, okay, Sky, go open the gate. <laughs> and how'd they feel? Was it the third day or the fourth day? That was the third day. Hmm. Five, um, five out of the eight. I just have three. to say that the group was kind of a chatty group. Um, like, you know, just, it was really good vibes. Like just They're all people, very, very happy. Really good people. And so as soon as Ty said, okay, he called her, whoever it was to open the gate. It went silent. <laughs> yep. They were like, they're like waiting for the, just kidding. Like, and it didn't come. <laughs> we're going to, we got to break this real quick and uh, thank a sponsor. And when we come back, let's talk about that. That first ride out for that first group. Okay. I need to thank my friend, Mr. Ben Lewis at Roman home. Mr. Ben has designed a really awesome tent. It's a cross between a wall tent and a range teepee. It's built to take tough weather, high winds. Craftsmanship is amazing. And it's made right here in the USA, right here in Utah, USA. And uh, right now, Ben has a special going on. You can save 500 bucks and uh, go to romanhome.com. Roman spelled R-O-A. M-I-N, romanhome.com, and uh, tell Ben hello. Tell him Ty sent you. Okay, we're back, and we were just talking, so I say, open the gates. <laughs> <laughs> it was and just funny. I wish the, you the, Yeah, you they were all talking. Somehow. They were all talking and chatting and just having, you know, working their colts and, uh, you know, it's it's a little different dynamic and you guys have experienced it the cult starting because i don't i'm not talking the whole time i'm giving because like i said it's not necessarily writing lessons or anything i'm giving you directions on do this right now get that good we're gonna move on to the next thing i'm not necessarily teaching a lot of hand positions and rain positions and right so you guys have experienced it where i give directions and then if i see something i'll tune them up otherwise i'm pretty quiet unless somebody asks me a question so I'm pretty quiet and they're just out there visiting and hanging out. Well, I, I want to oh. add to that in the cult starting more so than the other clinics, you really let them work at it because they are going to have to save themselves at some point. Yeah. Like Ty but, cannot save you in the middle of your cult ride, you know, so he really is letting them work at it. They got to build the tools. Own. They have to build the tools you, and they have to, you know, I tell them all in the beginning, you got to be self-motivated. So they're working at it. And then I say, open the gate and all of them just, <laughs> It was, and even the spectators too. All the spectators, you know, they're all talking and chatting and like open the gates, and everybody just like, like there was just this hush. <laughs> and but then when the gates opened and you guys started to walk through, it was like 
the even the colts were questioning it like what we can go out the gate we got a human <laughs> and it just, there was just like freedom like vibe from the mules they kind of like spread out a little bit and started to move a little freer and i told them uh i trotted out that day right yep you just trotted so out. so we, we just kind of you know wandered through my driveway for a minute just got out to the road and then we trotted up the road and then so when we got up to the road, we turned around, we started walking back and that's about it. It was, it was like it's only just a, you know, it's only what a quarter mile up to that gate and a quarter mile back down. So it's just a little half mile, just being out of the arena, their first experience. And it was pretty controlled because there's basically fence on both sides of this road. Right. And it's, you know, on the cedars on one side and it's pretty well controlled. So, but as we turned around to come back, uh, Drover, the one that Katie was on, uh, was having a hard time. He wanted to just rush back, and he, he we figured out he just liked to be in the front, kind of like your meal cupcake, and yep. you know he just really liked to be in the front. That's kind of where he wanted to be. But we worked through that. So every time, every time he would speed up because he had just wanted to take off and like trot to catch it to the front. Every time he did that, I'd had to turn around and trot him back up the road. So and he's this giant horse. He's you guys. big, dude. He's huge. He's just got this big, like energy. Like he's gorgeous, and he sounds like a freight train. <laughs> like yeah. he's massive. So I, every time she'd bust past us, I'd send her up the road. Now the the other four, um, which I I think I had Kate with me. I think I had Paul, Beth, and Lorna. Lorna. Yeah, those other four. Those animals were just quiet like absolutely quiet did so so good and then drover was just like <laughs> just going and so he he did he did a bunch more the rest of us you know we'd stop and and we would kind of wait for her katie to work that out with drover and um you know have him work on some flexion and some rolling hinds and stuff like that but that was that was day three uh day four um four of the eight rode around my property so i got 20 acres um and it's just a bunch of juniper trees but it's actually perfect for riding colts. Did you like that little ride around the property, Shane? Well, that was fun. But it's kind of nice, huh? Just just go through the trees, wander around, no big deal, right? Yeah, just get out with and you're still kind of contained. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got some some containment. They can't run too far. Either got to run into a tree or go around it, right? So, um, but it, it went really smooth. Uh, so that was day four. Four out of the eight rode around the property. Basically, in that group, I just dropped Drover. So I put Drover back with the other group. And that group worked in the arena that day. They didn't get to go out. Um, but then on day five, all eight of them got to go out on the trail. And what we did, Shane, you remember what we rode on day three with you? Remember we went up my road, went up to that pasture and rode around that and, you know, played up in that country. Yeah, we charted up the road and then went out on that back. Yep. So that's what we did on day five with this group. And uh, they all got to go out, and, and they did pretty good. Um, they got to cross some water. Yeah, there was water. You know, there wasn't water running when you got to go up there, Shane. But uh, this day, there was water running up there. And so we crossed some water. On that day five, they got to jump some barrels and go across the bridge. And they did some other obstacles and some things. Um, but, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add with that first group before we jump in with let these two talk about week two? Um, yeah, I wanted to. I wanted you to talk about Drover and how he seemed like he might be such a handful. Yeah. So I actually, out of the whole group, I thought Drover was going to be 
the biggest handful. That's the um, big horse because, you're talking about. Yeah, because I had seen him a couple weeks before in Spokane. I had, even I, I told Tamara, I said, are you sure about wanting to start this horse? Because uh, I feel like he's going to be a lot of work. <clears throat> and it was just my miscalculated judgment. Um, he was he he was so tuned into the humans, though. To me, I, I when I was working another horse, this Tuco horse, I had drove her in there with Tuco one of the days in the round pen. And I was trying to move Tuco, and Tuco just was so good at tuning people out. He just he was didn't. The, the pushy one we mentioned. Yeah, he did not want to pay attention to me. Didn't care about humans. It was and, like Ty was invisible. Yeah. <laughs> so, but while I'm working him, that drover horse is like tuned in, like <laughs> just like hooked on to me. We got a lot of this on film. We Sky oh, filmed the first week, and I was so, trying to remember if I filmed that session of you just moving them. Yeah. Because I can't remember if I got that. Part. Week one, we, we got it on film. The second week, we, this guy didn't feel like filming. So I don't think he got anything, did you? I just took a little, a few clips and posted okay. the clips and clips. Which it was a total. I took pictures instead. It was a total different experience the second week. I mean, it was it was very, very different, the, the two groups there. You know, the other person I want to talk about was, uh, was Beth. Because she was kind of a. Beth was the best. She, she was so fun to have. <laughs> you know, Beth, uh, uh, what'd you say she called herself? <laughs> She called herself a ham-handed monster. Ham-handed monster. <laughs> but yeah, she just would have these conversations with her mule. Her mule's name was Steve, which made it really <laughs> funny. And when he was in trouble, she'd say Stephen. And if he was really in trouble, she'd call him Stephen Paul. Stephen Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, she was working on transitions, and her mule kind of got up a little bit. And, and he, you know, he was headed toward the fence, and there was another mule right there. And this this mule steve was fairly sensitive and so he kind of did this jump to the left jump to the right jump back to the left and it dumped beth off and she had a pretty good pretty good smack into the fence and came down hard but i said are you okay she said yeah i'm like we'll get back on let's, let's go. go let's go we, we gotta go so she she hopped right back up a lot of people sit and mope around and got to check everything she just jumped right back on Went right back to it, back into the lope. Right back to running around. Right back to the lope, <laughs> and I was into it, and I was just so impressed with her because there's so many people that that would that would that would hinder, and um, maybe it bothered her, maybe it didn't. She didn't tell me, but she just rocked and rolled with it. I was really impressed with her. Um, and a comment that she made uh, was, she says, uh, she was so, just so uh, surprised on how much the groundwork or the lack thereof showed up. And starting a cult, she's like, all my problems, I could see exactly where on the ground that needs to be helped, and that was pretty cool to yeah. hear. My my favorite thing about Beth was every time Stephen would get silly, <laughs> you know, he'd just kind of shake his head and maybe jump his front end around a little bit. She would just belly laugh every time, like she just thought, oh he yeah, was such a character. She just appreciated his silliness. Yep. Didn't bother her. Some people get so angry, you know, when their mules act up at all. So I just really appreciated her outlook on it. And she's always so positive and happy. And um, she actually made a comment about, because we had Lisa Taka coming the next week and she'd heard her about her on the podcast and mm -hmm. things like that. She's like, I just keep hearing about this Lisa Taka. I'm so sad I missed her next week. And like, well, Beth, everyone's missing out on you this week because mm -hmm. you're so much fun here like i am so glad you're here smiled the whole time yes she's just such a good person so yeah. really enjoyed her being there yeah you'd like her mate you haven't met her have no, you no i haven't you need you, to meet her you'd like i would her. love to she's the best uh she yeah she's pretty fun 
just just a goofy gal. Yeah, she's just a go getter. Like I loved it. So that was fun. Um, yeah, she came off. We had two other unplanned dismounts, as Scott likes to call them. <laughs> uh, on the the last day, Justin with his mule um, playing high ho silver. Yeah, he the mule kind of reared up a little bit and just kind of spun around and dumped him down. Which was surprising because his mule had took off kind of, uh, we didn't have anything. We didn't have any mules both weeks like Buck. We no. had a couple of kicks and farts and runoffs and things. And his mule kind of did that, kind of kicked a little bit and farted a little bit and took off running. And, and uh, but it was, it was funny, but his mule was just dodged to the left and right, dodged left and right, left and right. And he just stuck it, stuck it, stuck it. Like he had a he lot did. of grit. And he I did. said, man, Justin, that's like, you could tell he tried. Like he did not want to come down. He he tried so hard, and that was impressive. Yeah. So I, I think you should mention Cindy also. She she really stuck stuck to her mule, who's a little touchy. I told her, and like I am so impressed with the Velcro that you must have on your saddle. Yeah, Cindy. <laughs> yeah, she was working through it. She had a hard time with transitions, and her mule was pretty sensitive. So when I get behind her mule to flag it, that mule would just go. Whoosh, just I mean, he rocket. Could, he could be from the other side of the arena, and if he just pointed at her, she she go that like mule she was just a rocket. And so it'd take off and and it was a trot. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was a, a fast, hard trot. It was a Morgan trot. mule. It was a Morgan mule, so it was just little speedy Gonzalez little thing, and uh, she she'd hang in there, and she she really worked at it. She did, um, like I, you know, you could tell she she'd get her heart rate up, and she'd, you know, try and take her her breaths as she was going, and. At a few points, she's like, can I, you know, once they got through a minute, she'd ask Ty, like, can I, can I just breathe for a second? Like, can we have a pause? <laughs> like, is this a good time for me to, to breathe? <laughs> you know? And anyway, she just, she hung in there so good. I was very Yeah, impressed. she did. That was pretty cool. Uh, one, one other person the first week I want to mention here that did a great job was Katie riding Grover on the last day. Yes. So that last day we went up for trail riding. We rode out there. Uh, it's just a friend of mine owns... Uh, just under 500 acres and um we went riding up there and and uh drover like i told you he wanted to go to the front really bad he trod up to the front and just pushed to the front and and she tested it out i said well, let's just see let's just see you know like sky says well just see where they want to go um you know like yesterday when i was riding hannah <laughs> right <laughs> hannah just felt like trotting i put my reins down well, where do you want to go <laughs> i would just watch ty go and he just looked at me as he trotted away, like, bye. <laughs> yeah, she just had somewhere to go. So I said, well, let's just see where Grover wants to go. So she tried to get up to the front. Okay, well, that's where he wants to be, the front. But she's like, well, I don't get the opportunity. I won't have the opportunity to work through this issue. So we talk about stretching the rubber band. And his draw was to the front. So I said, well, let's put him in the back or in the middle and everywhere else. And and so she had she worked through it the whole time. And she did. All, she used all her checklist things, all her lateral movements to get it done. And it, and she'd do that. Then she'd she'd let him kind of come toward the front and have a little relief because you can't just pick a fight the whole time. Like it's not healthy for you just to battle this animal the entire ride. You gotta give both of you a break a little bit. And some people say, well, isn't that giving in? It's not supposed to be giving in or anything like that. You're on the same team, so you might push like that, like you're exercising there, and then take a little break and then then go again and, and it gives them an opportunity to go again so well and i've done that with cupcake where i felt like the whole yeah. we went the whole ride and i never made it through being i never came through with being in the back and her coming out of it but that i wasn't going about it right you know yeah 
Somebody's at the door. Go ahead. So, anyways, and the first week we had uh, we had seven three-year-olds and one two-year-old. So, anything you guys want to know about the first week? Oh, I wait. I was gonna say, I was gonna say one more thing. Okay. Sorry um, about Katie. Um, we were just, she was in the back doing all her circles, her lateral work while the, her horse was just sounding like a big old freight train. Yep. I mean, big old trot. And we're just having a, a conversation. Like she wasn't worried. Yeah, she was she just knew her stuff. And I just, I love that. I told her, I'm like, I love that you can just have a conversation with me while you work through that. <laughs> yeah. And Katie trains for the public up in Washington and does writing lessons and things. And she's um, pretty cool. She does a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Archery, Mount archery. Anyway, she. She, she did a great job and a great example of how you ought to handle a cold. So good job, Katie. I don't think she listens to my stuff or anything. I bet Tamara will send this on over to her. Yeah, but good job <laughs> if you ever hear this, Katie. So you guys got any questions about the first week since you weren't there? Just want to watch more videos, but it was kind of neat mm -hmm. to have that follow through of, you know, Paul and I met Justin in Canyon City with yep. Aster. Right? Aster, yep. So yeah, it's kind of neat to see and this And you know all. Kate. Oh, yeah. No, Kate keeps going to Gunnison. So uh -huh. kind of neat to watch all these other people go through the same process. Well, let's talk about week two. So uh, let's see. How, how do I want to do this here? Um, Maybe start from the beginning. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> just what would you fascinating. do without her? Do? I know, but I wanted to. I wanted Megan or Shane to, to tell us about some highlights first. Okay. So Meg, why don't you tell us about, so, so let me tell you. So again, Shane rode in the class and he started a cult, his cult that he's been raising. He's had it for two years. It's a three-year-old. He got his yearling, Jack. He also has many other names, Jack-o-lantern. Jackalope. Jackalope. Jackal. When he had, when he kind of run off and kind of hump a little bit, we call him Jackalope. <laughs> 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 but, uh, uh, anyways, so, so Shane participated. Megan had to sit on the sidelines quietly. I'm getting good at it, though. She was good at it. So <laughs> let me give you a little context here. So this group, we had um, Shane, who is a minor. Uh, he's only 15. So he's got mom there. Bentley, who's also 15, a minor. So he has his mother there. And dad. And his dad there. And, and he, Bentley was starting a cult for somebody else. Who was there. Karen, who was there. We had Nathan, who was starting a cult for your dad, Sky. Yep. Um, and my dad was there. And your dad watching. was there. And so basically, I had to tell everybody, like, okay. Oh, and then Sean and his wife. Oh, well, Sean had his wife there, who who his wife would might as well be his mother. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. She and was just. Shane actually just had Lisa Tucker, too. He oh, had Aunt oh, yeah. Lisa. Shane had Aunt Lisa. So we had <laughs> quite, the, quite the support team, but it also could be a little annoying. And we had a little drama last year at the cult starting. Um, people being just, you know, you know, a little annoyed, um, by, by the others, you know, right. So I said, okay, parents, trainers, not allowed to, not allowed to talk, right. Not allowed to give advice. And that actually worked pretty good. It's basically just don't interrupt because when you're talking, then they're missing whatever Ty is saying. Yeah. And, you know, like I just, I've seen that so many times just in all the clinics. Spouses are actually the worst, I think. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Spouses are way worse than parents. But um, anyways, it went, it, it went really good. So anyway, so Megan had the opportunity. She, she got to watch 
And uh, you said it was way less stressful this year than last. Yes, it was way less stressful. <laughs> For I, so many reasons. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Shane was... So he's just going to be 15 this Thursday. So last year he was 13 going on 14. And mm -hmm. here we bring him to this clinic with this four-year-old mule that hadn't been saddled before. And Shane can barely saddle it. And his mom, I sat there going, what did I let Ty talk me into again? <laughs> you know, I'm going to, my kid's going to start this other person's cult. And yeah, oh, it, it was, it was, this guy has a good picture of me sitting on the other side of the rail with my hands over my mouth going, Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Rose took him around the arena. Um, so yeah, it was, it was interesting this year, you know, cause Shane, you know, he's had Jack, yeah, not quite two years. And so he did, I mean, he put in the time, you know, he had him saddled. I mean, he had a pack saddle on him, Britchin, you know, he's been doing all this work and he was really nervous leading up to it. Like, honestly, the last three months, he has not smiled a whole lot working with Jack. And I'm like, <laughs> this is supposed to be fun. But, you know, what... What were you nervous about, Shane? I, I, I don't know. I, uh, I feel like it was just that kind of... I felt more stressed working with Jack, knowing that I, I had him for two years. and More responsibility. If he, yeah, if he wasn't ready, it was all on me. It was the expectation. And last year, uh, it didn't matter because... Wasn't your mule, nope. and you you had zero time to prep it, right? Because yeah. you you came to my place, the mule came down to my place. You guys started the first day, so you didn't have any prep time. So with that, in a sense, you didn't have nearly as, as much responsibility because you're like, well, yeah, I know saying is, what happened. It is what it is, right? I mean, I it's just I'll just do my best today, right? That's kind of how I was when I was training for the public. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody would bring something to me and work it out. Well, okay. It is what it is. I'm just going to work it from today on. But when it's yours, it's different. And I the same way now. Like I raise my own, I start my own, and I go to start them. And I'm like, oh, wow. Well, apparently I should have been working on saddling a little bit more and put more time in and get them a little bit better. So, Well, and we had a little idea about Rose because she was at a clinic with you a couple weeks before. Yeah. And Sky has a great picture of you dirt skiing behind her. Yeah, her big deal is bolting. Yeah. That's right. She's like, just, just take off. Yep. And that happened yeah. several times that first day while they were trying to saddle. Um, oh, I can man. tell you it happened twice. Yeah. And I was kind of like three strikes. Shane's out. She, he can't let her go again. So I made the dumb mom move of telling him, I bet you a hundred bucks. And I said, if you can hang on to her and not let her get away from you one more time, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Well, gosh darn it. I had to pay him a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good pay. Yeah. Pretty good pay just to get drug around the arena for a little bit. No big deal. Yep. But it, uh, yeah, that, that, you know, the, the bolters are, you know, you do the same thing in the saddle. And remember last year, Shane, there was a couple times that Rose took off with you in the saddle. And yep. it's the same type of deal. You put too much stress on, she wants to take off and same, same story. So you did good there. Um, so Shane, uh, what, what was, what were the biggest differences between last year and this year for you starting other than obviously the mules, but, but just how, how you felt as you, as, as a rider, as a, as a mealman horseman, how, how did you feel different this year than last oh. other than that you're like 10 feet taller? Oh, um, I feel like. This year, I just had that much more experience, felt more confident, and just knowing that I'd been working with Jack for 
longer. Just had that much more experience working with them. And you, you kind of knew what I was going to do, right? Yeah. So you, you didn't have a lot of stress about how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. What about you, Megan? You kind of knew how this is how it's going to go. Oh, it was night and day. I mean, I kept saying, why are you nervous? Like you did this before on this cold. Why are you worried about Jack? Because, mm-hmm. you know, coming to the clinic, Shane could saddle him. Shane was already hopping up on him bareback, sitting on him. So to me, I couldn't quite figure out why he was nervous until I figured out it was the expectation piece, but I was looking forward to it. I'm like, this is the moment. I mean, Shane saw me start Nelly two years ago and said, I would love to start my own Colt. And he did. He bought Jack with his own money and we went to Iowa to pick him up. So he has put in the time and the effort. So it was exciting to see it all come together and so nicely. Is there anything you like better about either year? Like, did you like something I something we did this year better than last year or last year better than this year? Oh, clinic-wise, I, I really liked um, this year better as a smaller group. You really got to know the people who you were with. Yeah, you five five in your group there was five. Last year, there was ten of you. Mm-hmm. So half half as many. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah, there's there's just kind of that you could go, you could we all work together in the mornings mm-hmm. and then you just split us up and then we'd work in the evenings and it was nice to be able to sit and watch the other group and then go right into it. And just there was just so much more time where you could go and ask you questions and work with them. I think also part of that is um, the meetings we did in the morning. How'd you guys like those? Oh, I liked that a lot. Just so tell them, uh, tell them what, how we did that. Tell tell them what I. Uh, Ty just kind of go over and just kind of cover all the stuff we did the day before, what we needed to work on. And then we go through and everybody share something that they learned and the highlight from the day before. And then what they're, and then just, we could talk about what we were hoping to accomplish that day. Mm-hmm. Did it, it, you didn't feel like I was picking on you? No, I like that. See, so it's interesting. Some people will say, I, I want to learn, teach me, you know, tell, tell me what I need to do to get better. And then I do. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't like it. Defensive. <laughs> they get defensive, and but uh, most of this group uh, took it pretty good. You know, yeah, this is what you need to do. You, you know, change this up, change this up, change this up, and and uh, I decided to add the morning meetings around the fire, um, which I only usually do in the semi-private. And you guys have done semi-private clinics with me, and that's how we handle it, right? And I, yep. I've got, I've almost almost everybody has said they like that. There's been some that are kind of like, oh, I'd rather just get to riding, you know, but, but most everybody like that morning meeting. And so I said, well, let's try that with the cult starting. And also I, you know, I limited it to eight, you know, so I, you know, last year I took 10, this year I took eight, your group was five. I actually want, I'd rather have eight than five personally. Don't you think that? Yeah. It was just easier to kind of split it. Yeah. I could have split you up, but I was, it was, it was kind of hard, um, Cause you can't work the cult all day. They're, yeah. they're cults, right? So it's kind of hard, you know, on one hand I felt like, okay, well I need to put a day's work in with these guys. On the other hand, um, don't overdo I don't, it. I don't want to overdo it. And so if I had a little bigger, bigger group, I could split them and it'd be a little easier. I think a lot of it had to do with the level of the cults too. Yeah. You know, if you had 10, you know, of the cults that were in Shane's group, it would have been just fine too, mm-hmm. you know? 
but that last year, you know, he was on rows and a little chaotic and oh yeah the levels were all over the place so you know you had some people just ready to climb on the first morning and then some of them roping a foot just to be able to get on so it was it was a huge difference i didn't have to rope any hind feet here this this time that was (laughs) nice wasn't it um but those morning meetings that we had uh you know i thought it'd be good to get people's mind right make a plan go out and do it and uh, the cool thing was is it gave people everybody opportunity to to, to ask their questions and a space to talk not having a mule to deal with at the same time mm-hmm. i think that was really nice but what i had what i have you do shane every day uh that morning meeting i had you do or share two things do you remember what they were oh your highlights and what you learned highlight and what you learned so that was pretty fun. Like, do you guys like that? It was, you know, everybody learned something a little different yeah. and people's highlights, you know, just there is fun sharing that. And then I think as people are sharing what they learned and their highlights that it brought, uh, more things to mind. Like, um, uh, it helped, did it help you remember other things You're like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I learned that too. Or, Oh yeah. I, you know, that's a good highlight. That was fun too. Yeah. I liked that a lot. Uh, for that reason, and then also just because it's easier to ask questions when you're there and you're not working with mules and you're not, and you have time to think about it overnight and really just come up with what you need. So what was your, what was your favorite moment of the whole clinic? Do you have a highlight moment that you just like, that was the best? Um, probably just really seeing Jack just once he got out into the, just once he got out of the arena, he just relaxed right down, was way softer, way smoother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for you, it was getting out of the round pen, getting out of the arena, getting out on the trail. Mm-hmm. Of course, not really a trail, was it? We were just getting out in the out in the country, huh? Yep. What was your least favorite moment? Oh. I don't even know. <laughs> that's good because there were so many good ones that's great there's lots of good ones so um well, i loved the morning meetings because i feel like at least for me i have like all these thoughts that like you know from the day before and the things that went good and the things that could have been better but sitting and talking with everybody kind of like helps focus them in so that mm-hmm. you know you know what i mean like they're all they're all in my head just kind of bouncing around and then sitting and talking about it kind of lays them out a little bit more so you can go into the next day with some focus and some goals yeah. and it was fun to hear everybody else talk because i think that's how we got to know everyone so well because you could hear what they took from the day you know and it just i think it just really brings people together yeah what, what they learned it was pretty good but we're gonna thank another sponsor here and when we come back we're gonna jump into the each day play-by-play you guys want to do that sound good sounds good okay Hey, we want to thank our sponsors, Western Mule Magazine. Ben and Anita Tennyson do an amazing job with their magazine. I've been writing for them for a few years now, and uh, they're great. Look up westernmulemagazine.com and check them out. Okay, so we're back. Let's talk about how every day went. Um, day one, what did we do, Meg? Started out in the arena. Doing groundwork in the arena. Saddling. Piece of cake, huh? Everything went fairly smooth, right? Nope. Um, nobody had really any any glitches that I remember. Anything? 
from the first day yeah first day week two i mean the groundwork was good everybody's just like super smooth looking really smooth now this the, what i did different there on the week two is well first of all our morning meeting there on week two went a little longer um so we didn't we you know we, we met at eight and we didn't get out in the arena till just a little after 10 right on that first day so uh yeah so basically i had them do all groundwork completely that that morning then we took a little break and then uh we came back and we wrote them wait so, i wanted to mention something about the meeting going longer i always think it's interesting like comparing this you know the second week how everyone was more prepared and um I think the people in the second group had been to many more clinics, the majority of them, right? Yeah, there's all, well, well, let's see. Shane has been to like 500 of them. Bentley's been to a handful. Bentley's been to a bunch. Nathan's been, Nathan's to, a been to a bunch. Bill's only been to one. Bill been to one and, and Sean had only been to one. Anyway, but I, you know, comparing that to the week before where there were a handful of newer people to us. Yeah. And the ones that, that had been to more clinics had more to more questions and more thoughts and things that the meeting went longer. That's interesting. So you tell me the people that I've, that I've talked to more, they've heard me blabber on and on. Wanted to hear you uh, even more. Wanted, wanted to hear me even more. <laughs> Is that true, Shane? Oh. <laughs> I, I think it's just like the more, you know, I always, Say like the more, the more you, learn. you learn, the more you learn there is to learn, or the yep. more you know, the more you realize you don't know, <laughs> you know. So yep, the more you you know, the more you know there is to know. Right. <laughs> um, you got a comment? Well, I was just gonna say too. You know what I liked about the morning is everybody had different reasons for being there. You yeah. know, so it was somebody was starting another cult, so their goals were a little bit different and it was interesting to hear the highlights you know because some it was a huge big thing and a big breakthrough and others it was just a teeny tiny little detail that was so special yep so it's really neat to hear what their highlights are and mm -hmm. you know what they learn and it does i mean you hear somebody else's learning moment and it's like an aha and as a spectator you know a lot of this it's not just applying it to cult starting it's applying it to your everyday writing yeah so it's awesome to listen and brings up more questions and more thoughts and looking at the details and the quality. What I really like my, my particular favorite moment, which nobody ever asked me about usually, but, uh, is we just ask you if you're hungry and we yeah, need to feed you. Yeah. My favorite though was the group two. Mm -hmm. Most of them were interested in making bridal meals. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and even Sh Sean was the, he was the, the kind of the newest, but he really wanted to learn a bunch. Like he really is like, man, I don't know anything. Just teach me all of it. <laughs> just I teach loved he's his like, like just, he's like, teach me everything. Yes. He was anything. so open and, and to everybody, you know, he's like, what'd you see? I loved when he'd be like, what'd yeah. you see? What did I do? What could I have done better? How was I sitting? You know, whatever. And he actually took it. He wasn't just saying it to be like passive i don't know you know how some people ask well how do i do and that they're, they're looking for a compliment right more than critique yeah he was looking for critique he, he didn't want compliment he wanted he wanted critiquing he wanted to learn from everybody around him yes. and he was a sponge and he that was a great takeaway well i loved well maybe you'll mention he did come off come out of the saddle one time and i mean as soon as his butt hit the saddle he turned around to me and my dad who were behind him when it happened he said what what happened what i do what should I have done? You know, like he hadn't even like moved on yet. He's like, what? Like, all give his, it to and me. all his meal did was duck sideways and dump him off. He was, 
he just right just in got a big loose, big loose kind of a loose saddle you know wasn't it was new to him and we'll get to that in a second but um let's let's take it let's take it through the day there so so the first rides uh went just really good i mean there's nothing to even talk about well, as far as drama goes it was it was good the only glitches i guess really were some braciness right shana yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole your groundwork shows you what your ride's gonna be yeah, yeah so i think so, we lost more than 50 percent of that once we got the saddle well t- tell them what you just said that where's that come from what did i what do i say about oh, the groundwork you lose 50 percent of what you have in your groundwork when you get on yeah and then so another 50 of that once you have your bridle on yeah so you're you're as you're prepping as you're prepping, okay, all this groundwork I'm doing, okay, I'm only going to be able to take half of it with me, basically. So It's only going to translate 50%. Yeah, it only comes through 50%. No, I'm not, that's not exact. I'm not giving like an exact statistic there. I mean, it's not, but it's just kind of an idea. Okay, you, this is all you're going to take. And So tell us about Jack, that first ride. What was your, what was your highlight of that first ride? And what did you need to work on? Oh, the highlight was just, getting on and then i really needed to work on just having good forward motion and uh having just getting some more bend out of him because he was really bracy there's a couple of you that was dealing with forward motion and the the little bit of the bending you and you and uh, bentley had the hardest time with that his meal was pretty bracy too um you know probably the lightest one there was roper yeah that mm-hmm. first day um and I thought I thought Nathan was going to have have a handful with with Roper there. Mm-hmm. So to give you guys some context, uh, Roper is Sky's dad's mule. Um, Dally's full brother. Dally's full brother. Larry got him from us. And um, anyways, I thought he's going to be quite the handful. In fact, he has been a handful. In fact, he's he's had all kinds of issues, you know. And Bentley put two weeks on him before this colt starting, just doing groundwork and saddling, and. Bentley got drug around on the ground. Bentley, that mule bolted off and drug him around. It bucked the saddle off, ripped, I mean, ripped the saddle up. I mean, ripped the buck and rolls off his saddle. I mean, that was the two weeks before Nathan got there. And so Bentley and, you know, and I'd give him, he'd say, what do you want me to do? And I'd give him all these instructions. And Bentley is also super good at following instructions. I say, he'd say, what do you want me to do with Roper today? And I said, this, 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 this. And he'd do it. And he did it thoroughly. And, he got beat up while he's doing it. <laughs> it was Did hard Nathan at least buy Bentley a milkshake or something? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't think ever like that mule had like a, a chain of prep work, you know? Uh, I don't think Nathan realized how much Bentley did to prepare. I don't think Bentley realized all the work that Larry did from the point that he got from us. I don't think Larry realized all the things that we did, you know, before, before that. Um, but I was fixing, Oh, look at you stuck yeah. on. I was, <laughs> I was, work. I was thinking, um, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking Bentley and fix him, uh, that, that Roper was going to be just a handful, but he did pretty good. He did so he did awesome. good. Like he was like, in my eyes, that's how a first ride should go. It was yeah. perfect. Even, even Nathan at one point was like, he said, Roper, quit being so boring. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're hey, like, now. Do you hey. have no clue what this meal's <laughs> capable of? Don't. Yeah, be careful yeah. what you wish for, man. I want him to light it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he was just being so good. And I think we kind of 
prepared Nathan for like, hey, I mean, he's been kind of touchy. These are the things, you know, and so he was like ready for anything and then didn't get anything, yeah. <laughs> which was good. That was the, the goal. Well, I mean, everybody's first rides went went really good. Yes. Um, Shane had trouble for motion and so does Sean. Pablo, he didn't want to go forward. Every time I'd drive that mule, he'd kick out. That was so so Sean got a little little bronc riding practice in. I mean the mule never bucked, but it'd kick out every time. And uh that was annoying yeah. for, for Sean, especially trying to ride that. Bill's mule Bill and Canna, uh they were just pretty well like flying under the radar, like yeah. low drama the whole time. Super no solid. no big issues. You know, we'll get to day five. The only issues he had was on day five leading on the trail. Um, but uh, anyway, so so day one went good. Any other comments on day one? It was amazing. I mean, the boring came up a lot, but it was. It was really engaging. And it was like, this is how it should be. You know, you mm -hmm. hate to use that word boring, but it, it really was. No drama, no. Yeah, that's boring to the, to the novice person that's not yeah. seeing all the intricate little particular changes. You know, so just somebody that's there for entertainment, yeah, it's pretty boring. But when you're there and you actually know the animals, you're like, oh, this is so cool. How yeah. good it went. Well, it was so, I so thought good. it was fun, too. I like to watch not just the colts, but to watch Ty on his mule that he uses to move the colts. And I learned, you know, some of my highlight and learning, you know, uh, moments were some of the things he did on his mule while working the others, you know, just kind of cool to to see that because it was a little more dramatic with the week before. So I wasn't really watching Riata as much or, or yeah. you and Hannah or whatever. Um, this week it was kind of cool to watch you maneuver a little bit more since the, the mm -hmm. <laughs> everything else was so quiet. <laughs> uh, let's see day two. What did we get done? So day one, uh, we, we did groundwork in the arena, round pin work first ride day two. What we do? Well, we started out. We just did the normal kind of arena. Was we in the arena? They too. Yeah, we started out like just like the. Oh yeah, the ground groundwork in the arena, and then did we ride in the round pen or the arena? Yeah, they we too? went up. We went to the no we the went, round pen. It was round pen, and then we yeah, that's when we put on the snaffles. And oh you yeah, switched groups a little bit too. Yeah, yeah I did switch groups. Bill. I put Bill with uh bentley and nathan because they had a little bit more lively animals and for they were very much more forward and then we had the two uh slow pokes in the afternoon we had to i had to do my flag work then didn't yeah. i but yeah we put the snaffle bits on and that went pretty good and um you know went, went pretty smooth um any highlights from day two i'd say just really getting just more forward and had better um, reflection to him. Mm -hmm. Just kind of just improved every day. Yeah. Better transitions. They were able to move them up into a trot and come back to a walk easily. Yep. It was neat to watch them just nice and relaxed, loose rein. Yeah, most Everybody of them. did great. Like just. Yeah, nobody pulled them too bad. I only had to get after a couple for pulling on them later on. But uh, yeah, the, they all got their. I mean, they all that second day, everybody loped on their own too. In the round pan, I didn't have to do too much hustling on the lope, so wasn't wasn't that bad. And then that was it. That was it for the round pen, right? So day three, we're out to the arena now, and we did our little morning meeting. Went out to the arena, 
and um, did our groundwork. And then what else did we do on day three? Oh, we went and then we just took them up the trail. So how'd you like, how, how did we start out though? What did we do on my road? No, we trotted them all the way up. All the way, way up. Half mile up your road. Yep, half mile up the road, under the dirt road, little two track, trotted there, trotted a little further. And then Sean bites the dust. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right? Well, and yep. he had said later on, he was talking to my dad, Larry, about, you know, my dad's like, make sure you're looking up ahead. Because I think Sean mentioned that he was looking like directly ahead because there's so many rocks and things. And, and the more further ahead he looked, the better that he rode off. Yeah. Um, you know, he wasn't stuck looking at the. Well, what happened is Mule just tipped, like just kind of was dodging and just kind of dodged, you know, at a spook. And he just thumped right off the front. The the collarbone buster move, you know, that's that's just classic right there. Right off the front. Let's get your collarbone something. Well, I wonder because his rope came off. Was mm -hmm. he maybe hanging on to his rope and didn't have a st steady. He just had one of those rubber. Well, he lost his rope earlier. We trotted up and he lost his rope earlier. And then he wasn't holding on to anything. And that's when you, you, and after he came off, you give him your night latch, which well, you need he, to get back. You no, know, when he came off is when the rope was on the ground and I gave him my night latch later on, which yeah, Lori, you have my night latch. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, the mule spooked earlier. He didn't come off that spot. He didn't come off until later on. The rope came off and we just left oh, it down there. Well, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've got his rope picked up. He fell off later on. He was on the ground when I picked up the rope. Did he come off twice? I don't know. Because we? we were behind, remember? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. Because I wondered if he was holding on to his rope, and that's why maybe he tipped off. But but we were behind with uh, Shane. I think he was just trotting up because he, he lost was... the rope, and then you picked it up as we were coming up on him. So maybe he. It was in the same spot. He did. Man, maybe he did come off twice. I can't remember. I don't think he did. I think he only came off once. Was it? It was, it was just in the like same once. spot. Hmm. Doesn't matter. Move on. <laughs> this is going to bug Ty until you hear us back from Sean. I know. Sean, please let us know the order of events. It's going to bug me too. So we rode up late and Sean was on the, just getting up in the saddle. His rope was right there and I got off and picked it up. Hmm. But I could be wrong. You I, sound pretty right. I'm, I'm not, but I could be. <laughs> but you didn't give him the night latch then. No, I gave it to him later when he was having a hard time further up. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't come off when I gave him the night latch. Maybe he just, I just handed it. I just handed it off to him. He stepped off and put it on. Okay. <laughs> okay, move on. Move on. He's stuck. His, his wheels are still turning. <laughs> so perplexed right now. You could only see This it. is usually opposite. He's usually like, no, Sky, this is what happened. And I'm like, hmm. Who was I when? <laughs> okay, so, so Sean bites the dust. Uh, <laughs> you know, we were talking about that though. Trot. He's like, I guess you have to to bite it every, you know, at least once or or so. I can't remember how he worded it. And I'm like, yeah, well, you have to because then that's your motivation to never, never do it again. Do it again. <laughs> you stay. Never. And that was almost his highlight. The next day, he's like, I got it over with. Yeah, and I'm it was stick just it almost now. like it's done. Moving on. I'm not gonna do it again. Yep. Right. So we get out and we ride, uh, are we riding for, 
you know, just under 500 acres up there through the brush, going through the rocks, with the trees, the deadfall. Um, there was no water in the little. No, we, there was no water this time. But there's some rocks to just kind of look like a stream, you know, um, to get a little soft prep and muddy. Yep. So that was good. Um, any other highlights from day three, Shane? Um, just seeing relaxed. Did you think he was going to be riding? Did you guys think, or you you can comment on this too, man? Did you think we'd be riding outside? On day three, out through the brush, I, we can't even call it a trail ride. There's no trail. We're just going through the brush and the trees, right? But did you think you didn't think we'd do that? No, n- not at all. Not after. What do you think, last Mike? year? Well, compared to last year, no. But then, even after day one, seeing these colts and how well prepared the colts were, the mm-hmm. starters were, and I always say it's amazing what people will do when Ty says to do it. Right. <laughs> so I wasn't surprised at all the day three, they're like, we're going up, yep. <laughs> open the gates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The things Ty can make you do that. If you decided you're going to do it on your own, it would take some work, but Ty just <laughs> says, okay, we're doing it. And no question about it. Yeah. One of those things that I thought watching over the two weeks is when people are having trouble, like getting into the lope. And they know that if they're not going to get it themselves, you're coming behind them with the flag. I'm, I'm like, how are they not just getting it done? Because I would be so motivated by not wanting you to chase me. <laughs> That's Shane's motivation. But yeah. I know. But I was really impressed with, you know, there are a few people like Cindy when, you know, her mule is just speed trotting. And she's like, okay, I need some help. Like, I'm running out. And then Beth at one point when, you know, she had her. Yeah, keeping up. Yeah, you know, and they just call on Ty. He's like, let me know when you're running out i'm here for you you know and they'd be like okay i need you you know and they're just so open to to help you know having help anyway i think the countdown is one of my favorites yeah (laughs) get it done here i come (laughs) you'd see him hustle (laughs) yep like oh man i gotta get it done well also it's kind of funny so the second group was you know well they're all guys pretty competitive too right like typical like like it's almost like hey (laughs) If you, you can't, you can't do it. I guess I'll do it for you, Shane. You know, <laughs> no, I'm doing myself. You know, I don't need you. Right. And so it was kind of fun, you know, um, well, speaking on that, I remember noticing after the first ride on the first day being like, wow, this was a lot quieter group. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's all men. Yeah. Like yeah. last week was, was it mostly women? Yeah. Yeah. The guys, guys don't ask me near as many questions as the ladies do. You know, the ladies, you know, typically, you know, well, this, that's the, that's the dynamic of my whole of all my clinics is mostly women and because usually women are the, the ones willing to learn, you know, you know, a lot of men are a little prideful. They don't want to put themselves out there and learn sometimes I think, or I think, I think sometimes they're just more, they're just more observant, like, or they want to just observe just, yeah. And, and learn that way rather than, you know, asking, but it was quiet. Yeah. No, they didn't ask as many questions. I mean, they're, you know, decent, uh, Bentley, he's the king of question asking, uh, Bentley asked so many questions and he's just, and they're always like really particular questions too. Mm-hmm. They're not just vague. I think he's, uh, he's like how you explained yourself, you yeah. know, when you're younger, when you'd be like, why? Yeah, why do you do that? Why, why not? You know, and he's not that? asking why, like an annoying, but he's going to ask, he's going to ask why I need to you, know. we're doing this, you yeah. know? And, uh, you anyway, know, I love that. Okay. Day four. Um, had a little morning meeting. We rode in the arena in the morning, just a short little ride. <laughs> we came back at, at lunch after lunch and we had another little ride. And then we went out for a short little, little jaunt around the, the, my property. It was kind of nice, huh? Just going around there and 
So we did that, just kind of mix it up a little bit. And then we came back and we chased the rope and dummy. Yeah. So how'd you like that? Oh, I just learned how little control I have over Jack. <laughs> <laughs> just at all. And your rope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not, not great. All right. He wasn't. He wasn't like he was just roping. He wasn't trying to catch it. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what he said. It's, it's just, <laughs> just like, practicing. It's the weirdest thing. Just it's it's hard to try and rope and ride with two hands at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> need one more arm. Yeah, that was pretty fun. It was fun because we talked about the beginning or the beginning of the day. We talked about what, you know what the group would like to do, and Ty asked individually. He's like, I don't want you to feed off the group or what they're saying. I want you to tell me what you want each of you individually, we can go on the trail or we can follow this roping dummy. And there were, we ended up doing a hybrid of both. Yeah. There was a couple, I think that maybe were like, I mean, I don't, why do I want to work with the dummy? It's just not something I'm going to do. Yeah. And, uh, so Ty explained, like, maybe you should explain like the benefits of that. Yeah. So, you know, Bill, he was kind of like, am I going to get anything out of that? Cause well, he, he just rides in the mountains. Yeah, he's he like, said, I'm well, never going to rope. I'm never going to do this again. You know, he's never going to follow rope and dummy again. Well, and he did say, except well, for if he came here and did the cat work. Right. Yeah. He did say, I'm going to be trail riding. I mean, that's what I'm going to be doing. So that's kind of what yeah. my focus would be. And and Sean, Sean just, and Sean. Sean just didn't know. He, he, he just like, I, I don't know. But Shane Bentley and Nathan, they're all like rope and dummy for sure. Right. They just, they wanted to do it. You know, the bet I think that out of all the things that rope and dummy will do is teach finding the comfort zone. Mm -hmm. That was the big stress I had for these guys. And I wanted them to go show, show their animals where the comfort is. So, so the rope and dummy became the comfortable place to be. And a lot of these cults are looking at it. They're just a little scared of the rope and dummy. So I had them go work out in the arena and do their little, all their checklist stuff. And then you, you went back to the rope and dummy and you stood there, let them soak. And before you knew it, they were completely in love with Ferdinand. <laughs> That's the rope and dummy. Is it Ferdinand or is it Francisco? I can't ever remember. Lisa's is Ferdinand. Can we name Lisa's Ferdinand? That's yeah, I can't, I but I thought Nathan's was Francisco. So yeah, These I, people are listening. like, I don't care what I, you're going <laughs> We did come up with one, and I we can did. never remember what it is. I don't know. But anyways, they loved it. And so after you kind of get them hooked on, find that comfort zone, then it's a really great tool to build smooth transitions. And that, my favorite point of that afternoon was driving off and having all those colts just line out and drop behind me. Awesome. Like just, they just went right with it. You guys got I, any comments about that? I think it's fun. Like just to have the mules, just to see their brains like so on, like uh, so focused on something. They don't know what it is or why they're following it or where they, why they're even drawn to it, why it makes them happy. But yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of cool to have, um, I don't know to apply some of your mulemanship stuff to an object you know yeah. same for any obstacles i guess but just another obstacle kind of yeah it was pretty good it was pretty good we got to t shane watch him rope or you did some other yeah. obstacles he, he roped some dirt cloths and some things yeah i'm just kidding buddy um another highlight megan you this is your highlight helping uh all, when the boys were helping each other all yeah. the guys are helping each other you want to talk about that so Ty has three steel barrels that are welded together and laid, laid uh, on their, on the sides. Yeah. Like a giant log. Yep. And mm -hmm. so the day before they had started out just driving them between the fence 
in the barrels and Jack had a hard time with it. And so we just got him comfortable doing that. And Shane never made it to actually getting him over the barrels from the ground. And so when we did this and they were in the saddle, Shane was kind of like, oh, I went from never even driving him over it to now I have to ride him over it. Yeah. I mean, we was in the middle of it. I'm like, oh, yeah, you didn't have a deer cross yesterday, <laughs> did you? He's like, no. I'm like, ah, we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. It was. Know, it was. It was neat because Shane had, or Ty had Shane follow Bentley and Sadie because mm. Bentley had gotten Sadie over it. And so they worked with it for a few minutes and Shane worked just getting Jack riding in between the barrels and the fence. And then they pushed it up and. You know, Ty was right there with that, like his on off cues, it's like yeah. little more. Nope. I got yeah. look. He Forward. pulled out the flag. Yes. Yep. What did you so, call it? Forward curiosity. Forward curiosity. As long yes. as, as long as the mule is showing forward curiosity, we leave him alone. Mm -hmm. So for, you can just apply that to anything, any, anything you're doing, but especially obstacles because you can see it pretty obviously in the obstacles, right? So when they're trying to go across something, get on something, do something, uh, if they have forward curiosity, we leave them alone. And um, that's what we reward for. So you can feel when they're thinking about how to do it versus they're Resisting. not looking at it. They're like, oh, how can I get out of this? Yeah. yeah. When you, you'll feel the, that you'll feel the curiosity that they're looking, they're engaged in it. They're, Even they're, if they're not moving. Yeah. They might not be moving, but you can feel the energy there. When they're just standing there and you can just, it's just dead. Maybe they're looking at the thing. Um, but there's the no direction. thoughts about but, yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's not curiosity. That's not forward curiosity. Well, and I like that term, curiosity, because yeah. it's not forward motion. It is, you know, and you could see that in all these cults with these obstacles. And so yeah, eventually Shane got over it with Jack, and then it was Sean's turn with Pablo. Mm -hmm. He was having a little hard time, and Ty said, Shane, go help him. And so Shane went from being helped to being the helper and helped Sean and Pablo get over it. And the so help turned into the helper. Yeah, so it was neat to see that change yeah so yeah i helped bentley get sadie over bentley helped you get jack over and then you helped sean get pablo over right no big deal and they did the same thing dragging the log so yeah they would have one person dragging the log and the other person would follow till their mule was comfortable following yep dragging the log it was yeah, it was, I'd have them ride behind it, follow it a little while while somebody else is dragging it. And then um, I'd have them get it parallel to the log. So it's kind of like they're behind, you know, logs right there and then hand it off and piece of cake. Oh. So any other comments about day four, Shaner? Um, I just feel like it was, I feel like day four is when we kind of struggled more. Because it just, it, you could tell he was kind of fed up. It was just a lot slower going than the first three days. Mm -hmm. But once you kind of worked him through that, it went a lot better. Well, he was asking for a lot more, more of that forward motion on day four, like on your own. Remember every, every day I said, okay, the very first day, most response, like 90% of the responsibility is on me. I'm going to help you guys uh, get it done. And then, as the week goes on, I let you guys get it done. So I guess it's a little bit more challenging, right? Nope. Okay, we got to take another break real quick. And when we come back, we're going to talk about day five, which was an amazing, amazing day, right? Okay, we'll be right back. Hey, I want to thank our amazing sponsors at Mules and More Magazine. 
Mules and More has been around a long time. It's a great magazine, and uh, shoot, I've been reading this magazine since I was just a little kid. I remember my dad subscribed to this when I was little, and I'd read it every month and loved it. And now uh, our good friend Corey Daniels has taken over as editor of this magazine the last few years, and she has done an amazing job. Um, also, did you know that Mules More comes in a digital format? You can download it on your phone, read it wherever you're at. So. Hey, be sure to check them out, mulesandmore.com. And, uh, you know, hey, tell them Ty sent you. I'd be very grateful. Mulesandmore.com. Day five, let's talk about it. It's just hitting every time. And you said that. Let's talk about day five, huh? So what was what was the best part of day five? All of it. It was amazing. All the of whole the day. Above. So Megan really likes it because she got to come on the ride Yes. in the afternoon. Um, so day five, we started out uh, that morning, had a little meeting, we did some groundwork, and I, I wanted them to do their short version of groundwork. Remember, Shane, I said, okay, I want you guys to do your minimum groundwork. Like, pretend like you're out, you're going to go for a ride out on the trail, go out there, you know, clear the front, center circle, roll the hind roll front, center circle the other way, roll the hind roll front, get on. That's what I wanted them to do. Because I wanted to see how these things would go. It was also really, really windy. Oh, my gosh. The wind was blowing. We had 20-mile-an-hour gusts um, hitting us. And uh, so between the minimal groundwork and the high winds, we had a little bit of uh, some freshness among the colts. Um, But, you know, at least they kind of know what they're going to get. And... You know, like Nathan, Nathan and Roper, Roper kind of took off a little bit and, you know, kind of got run a little bit. And then um, Bentley had a little freshness there, too. Um, you didn't have any trouble with Jack, though. Nope. No, Jack was a piece of cake. Sean had a little, a couple of glitches. Uh, I mean, just about everybody had just a little bit more freshness that day. Lisa Taka looked at me and she said, to quote Ty Evans, you want to get bucked off? Ride a colt in the wind. Yep. <laughs> and we all kind of looked at those five and laughed. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. If you're, yeah. I mean, windy days, I hated riding colts in the wind because, you know, they got an incredible sense of smell. That's one of their main things that they use as smell. Well, people don't realize it, but, and it's not what people, when people see the horse or mule like putting its whiskers up to something, that's when it's feeling. That's like you're using your fingers. The smell, though, when they, they take that in, and, um, you know, when it's windy, they might smell something that's a mile down the road and they can't, they can't place it with their vision. You got issues out there? No, a camper just pulled in. Oh, camper just pulled in. Okay, we'll, we'll We're finish fine. this up. We're okay. I'll figure it out. But, um, so, uh, yeah, it, it was a little tough going, but we got that done. And then, um, we went out on the trail. Not just out on the trail. It was load them all up in the trailer. Yep. We we loaded up the trailers. We got three rigs because not only do we have the five colts, but Megan came, Lisa came, uh, Bentley's parents came, uh, Sky came, Lori came with Sean, you know, so the whole Larry came, the whole, the whole group. It was a big old group. We all went out with room and or spots in the trailer. We had, yeah, we had four. (laughs) So, Got up on the trail, and uh, they did just a couple moments of groundwork. We stepped on, and um, the rest of the crew wasn't ready. There's a few people, like, but we didn't have time to linger because all the colts were ready to go. So Sky and I and the colts, we trotted up the trail. How'd you like that, Shane? 
I liked that really just kind of got him engaged. And a slight incline, which is great for a young Colt feeling a little fresh, huh? Slight incline. And I don't like to get my Colts tired. Uh, you know, they don't learn anything when they're exhausted. We know that. But taking a little edge off doesn't hurt anything. <laughs> so we took a little, <laughs> took a little of the hot edge off, you know, and um, it was pretty, uh, pretty amazing. So, Shane, what was your, what did you think of the ride? I liked it a lot. Um, what's your favorite part? It not being hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a 15 degree difference, wasn't it? Up on the mountain. Um, and then probably just seeing him go across that, the Creek there a couple times. Not yeah. Hesitating too much. Oh yeah. That was great. And wasn't it impressive how good all the Colts went? Mm-hmm. They just all went just smooth, just, you know, no, no issues. And, uh, I think that was one of my favorite things about that ride. And uh, so we stopped, we crossed a little water, got back on the trail, went up the trail further, crossed some more water. And uh, and I remember I was I told everybody, I said, this is going to be a pretty steep ride. It's kind of up and down. And as we're going up the trail, uh, Bentley's like, I thought you said it's steep, Ty. And I said, oh, just just wait. Just wait. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> It'll be steep. Don't worry. He's like, well, this isn't steep. I'm like, yeah, no worries. Anyways, what did you think when we turned up that mountain? Well, I just wasn't sure how it was going to go, but Jack did good. He felt pretty confident. It was a big climb, wasn't it? Yeah. But they did good, and, you know, they did really good coming back down, too. That's that's the one of the hardest things for the Colts on the trail riding is downhill. That's It's hard. They don't know how to carry themselves. They flounder. They can't shift the weight. They can't get balanced, and they, they bobble. So. I think it was neat. You could see a difference from their first downhills to you could see them start to carry themselves a little bit differently. Yep. They're like, okay, I need to do something with my butt. Yep. <laughs> Cause these Colts carry everything on the front end mm-hmm. and they figured out I need to use my butt. <laughs> so that was a big deal. And I think you should go back and talk about going up that steep climb and like how you time your rest breaks to let the Colts rest yeah. in Canna. So I told him, I said, you guys try to speak up to me. Try to let me know. I told all the Colts, the Colt starters, like, you need to, you need to let me know, um, you know, when, when your Colt feels like they're just on the edge of, of being tired. What Colts do, if you're going up a steep hill, I'm talking real steep hill. And that was a steep hill. Um, is when they get, when they get tired, they just want to turn around and go down. Like, and they will go down. They will fall down. They will just go downhill. That's their instinct. So whatever you do. Uh, don't push them to that point of exhaustion. So as you film kind of start to burn out, just go just a little bit more and then stop. And that way you can build a little heart to them, both the physical heart, actually building their respiratory system, right? But also build some mental try because you don't want them to be like, I'm tired, I'm going to quit. I, w- I want to build an animal that wants to push a little harder. And you guys have seen the, the cult I started last year, Hannah. That meal's got heart. She'll push. But I just kind of, and she has a lot of natural, it, that's not all me at all, but, but I've tried to keep that, develop it, like push, teach them to push. Um, so that was a big deal too. So, uh, yeah, um, Bill had a little trouble there. His meal was going up and he just didn't, we didn't quite stop early enough and his meal wanted to turn around and go down. He stepped off and we got it all lined out though and, and finished it. But giving them those little breaks is important. You want to build that heart. What else on the ride? Water. Yep. Did you talk about water crossing already? Yep. Oh, I was at the door. Sorry. <laughs> yep. Water was pretty cool. Everything did pretty you good in the water. 
going across, turn around, come back. And then the next one, you had them stop and stand in it and just real calm, when make we, it a good place. When we were driving up to the trailhead, I had all the cult stars except Shane. You drove with your mom because you were scared and stuff. But yeah. <laughs> No, I, I had to talk up his confidence yeah. on the way up there. But I was I was talking to all the cult stars, and I told them the plan. And when you get to when when they got to the water, I told them all, "Don't kick them." Like a lot of people get there and they want to just get right into it, get right into it. Now you didn't get to hear that, but I told you when you got to the creek, I said, "Oh, just stop kicking them." But let let that natural curiosity just take them in there, and we all just we all just kind of went there and went across, and very few people had to even touch them, mm -hmm. and. And that's how you build that water crossing. You know, a lot of people just get into it headlong into a fight. I said, just get up to it. And we're going to do the, the animals that already know how to cross. are going to cross. And the rest of them, I want you just to hang out on the edge. And they kind of look into it. And it's not a very deep creek. You know, I mean, deepest spot was only a foot deep. You know, it's pretty shallow. There was lots of rocks, though, that they were trying to figure out how to yep. get through. Yep, pretty rocky. But um, anyways, it... Yeah, it went, went pretty smooth, but that was a, a great ride. Um, that was a real ride. I mean, it's a that's a real real trail ride. I mean, it was it was everything, you know, had to deal with everything. It was pretty great. So um Sky, any other any other highlights uh from Sorry. Sky getting distracted. She likes to tap the table. Uh, do, any other highlights or anything else you guys want to talk about from week number two or the or either week? Um, there was one that I don't think you mentioned about where you have the colts catch their humans. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite parts. So both weeks I, I like to have the colts catch their humans. So basically what I do is I, is I uh, have everybody turn their colts loose and I move them around, go through transitions, whatever. And then... I have the people come out and, um, yeah, I put you, put you in a different part of the arena and just spread everybody out. And then I bring your cult to you. So what do you want to say about that sky? It was just really cool to watch last year. It took a long time. Yeah, it did. I think it's partly because we had a big group. We had a lot of them. Uh, we also had a handful of people starting other people's yep. horses or mules, horses. And um, the first week this year, uh, they did it so fast. It was oh, really yeah. cool. That uh, first week, they hooked right onto those guys. We talked about Drover, that big horse, how you know tuned in he was to tie in the round pin. But also when we, we did that, you know, I don't know if you have a name for that exercise. Catch your human. Catch we'll your human. <laughs> We did that two days in a row, and both times that horse caught Katie. Right off the bat. Before he even started to move them, like he just. I like, didn't have to move him. She, yeah, she just stepped over the fence, and she, he made his way across the arena right to her. Yep, both times. It was really cool. And he was in different groups both times, so it had nothing to do with the other animals. Like, anyway, it was just really cool to see him. And then, and then Lily was really quick, too. Who else? Um, Anyway, the first week it was super fast. The second week was a little bit longer because, again, we had a few people starting others, other mules. Yeah. And anyway, so it was just kind of cool to watch. That's one of my favorite things, just to watch the mules think and to allow them that time to mm -hmm. to think through things. Yeah, so that's pretty fun. It's one of my, my highlights of the being a yeah. spectator. Anything else? Um. I know one thing Lisa would want to comment on on this podcast is Maybe how we should have Lisa here. I know I thought about that, but yeah. um, 
you know, her big takeaway, um, cause Lisa has done tons of clinics. I mean, she's done humanship one, two, co-working, semi-privates, um, foundation everything. and she has a Colt river who she's going to be starting next year. And for her, this was the connecting fill in the gap piece for her between foundation and mulemanship one. And so it is really nice to connect the dots and really see how it all plays together. And it was a huge difference to see the Colts and how well prepared they were this year compared to last year. And I mean, last year it was, we were excited that they were all calmly following a cow in the arena and then this year, day five, I mean, we were up, I mean, it was super fun. I mean, riding Nellie, like it's the first time I've ever ridden, you know, I've done rock crawling, but I haven't ridden in the mountains with you guys like that. And so it was, it was a super awesome, beautiful trail ride with, you know, some switchbacks and trees and yep. water. So just, that's definitely my takeaway is, you know, the more prepared you are and it's easier not and not just the cult starters but to see the level of comfort with these cults that it was all just learning and you could see they were eager to learn and find the right answer lisa lisa said that she would recommend everybody at least come watch a cult starting yeah because uh <clears throat> you know if you did our classes in order you did foundation then cult starting yep. then mulemanship one and then on to mulemanship two and the other classes Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of people just do foundation and mealmanship because they didn't start a cult and they think, yeah. well, I'm not, I'm not a cult starter, but Lisa said, I think they should all at least come watch it because there's so many little developmental pieces in the cult starting that help prepare for the mealmanship one stuff. You know, like how we remember how we teach a soft feel. It's a little different in cult starting, isn't it? You remember that Shaner? Yeah. It's you get the, like the side, yep. a little bit of the, Bend. When we're teaching a cult, pick up a soft feel. We tip them to the right or left, just laterally one way or the other. We add in the other rein and we wait for them just to give it a little tip. We also teach them how to back up without a, a little differently than, than we do in mealmanship one, right? It's kind of the same thing. And so there's lots of little different pieces there that um, so many people mealmanship one miss out on. So that's good. I would say, I mean, you saying that, I mean, Shane and I are really lucky that we've been able to do that. You know, Nellie mm -hmm. started doing foundation classes as a yearling and then we did cult starting and yep. she's worked her way up and same with Shane now with Jack. And, you know, we went on a ride up Obi Joyful and yeah. it just was a super fun ride because you didn't have to worry about anything. It was yeah, Jack looked like just an old pro, just yep. broke mule. Yep. That was the sixth time you've. Six day. Six day. You rode them. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Anything else, you guys? Thank you. Yeah. That's, I mean, I want to say thank you. You're welcome. For all of us who, you make our lives a lot <laughs> easier and safer. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for wanting to do this with me. Megan, I'm glad you made Shane do it. You're welcome. And thanks for, <laughs> thanks Guy and Megan for doing this. I appreciate you guys jumping on here at, it's a heck of a lot better than me just talking and talking and talking. I don't know. You just want I, us here. I get, so you're not so lonely. Yeah. I get that. Well, I get better reviews on when I have guests. That's probably. <laughs> well, the problem is when I'm in here, then there's always interruptions from <laughs> the kids. children. Yeah. You've Every had to go to the door a few times. So the, the listener, most of these listeners, though, they know our family. They know yeah. Ellie and Swayze and kids are out there well this off. is kind of like the morning meeting you know we're yeah. all feeding off each other and our ideas and remembering and it's fun to bring back then. memories huh and then if ty gets a name wrong i can correct him because <laughs> yeah. one of those yeah i've got names wrong sorry 
<laughs> or or mix people up with the same. Yeah, thing. I have mixed people up, but hey, it's real life. I'm just a human. Well, that's been pretty good. Hey, uh, to everybody listening out there, we sure are grateful that you tuned in today. And if it's not too much to ask, if you could leave us a review, uh, specifically if you listen on Apple Podcasts, we'd love to hear from you on there. Also, specifically, if you're going to do five stars. Yes, five stars <laughs> would be appreciated. Uh, we're very grateful for that. And also, um, if you guys ever have a question that you'd like to have featured on the podcast or if you listen on a different platform that doesn't give you an opportunity to review, you're always welcome to send me an email. My email is ty at tsmules.com. And be sure to check out our website, tsmules.com, and our video library. We're going to have week one of the cult starting posted on there within the next month. We just got to get some internet. I was going to say, it shouldn't upload. take us that long, but we don't have internet at yeah. our new place yet. So anyways, hey, thanks for listening, you guys. God bless you, and we will see you down the road.